Welcome to A Slob Comes Clean, the podcast. I'm Dana White. I blog mostly daily as Noni, short for anonymous, over at aslobcomesclean.com. That's where I share my personal deslobification process, which means that I show the before and after pictures and sometimes before pictures that used to be after pictures. But um, I share with complete honesty what I'm doing in my own home to overcome this thing about me that I don't love, which is that I am a slob. Um, But I also share reality-based cleaning and organizing tips, which means that uh, when I figure something out, I share it so that others can benefit from that too. And that's what I'm doing here on these podcasts as well. This is podcast number 12, which means I've been doing this almost three months. Um, but podcast number 12, if you would like to find the show notes, go to a slobcomesclean.com slash podcasts with an S and on there will be linked podcast 12. Now, if by some chance I don't get it up there right away, there's also a link just to all of my podcasts and you will be able to find it because you cannot listen to this unless I've posted the show notes because they go together. So, um, Welcome, and I'm so glad you're here. If my teeth chatter while I am doing this podcast today, I do apologize. It's because it is 64 degrees in my house, and in Texas, um, to somebody born in Texas, that's really, really cold, 64 degrees, Um, but I won't turn on my heater because it doesn't sound cold enough to me to spend the money on heating the house, but whatever. Uh, Yeah, so I'm just freezing, and I'm sitting here with a blanket over me doing this podcast. So I have had a crazy, crazy week, and I'm going to tell you some about that first, and then I am going to um, answer the question that I get a lot, and I would love to start answering questions from you if you want to send those to me at aslobcomesclean at gmail.com, or you can um, just leave them in the comments on, um, on the show notes for this if you would like, and I will try to answer those questions in future podcasts. But um, I'm going to answer one of the questions I get the most. And then I'm also going to talk to you about habits plus decluttering and how they work together and make each other easier. Um, Okay, so my crazy week first has to do with the fact that my family and I were on um, ABC World News with Diane Sawyer last Tuesday. I don't know if you saw it or not. There is a link on my blog, which I will link to that in the show notes. But for real, we were on national news and it was just crazy how it even happened. But uh, through this random blogging connection, somebody I don't actually know, but that's in a blogging group that I'm in, somebody had posted something about ABC looking for something and one of them was going to be about cleaning. And so I was like, woohoo, you know, I want to do that. So I emailed the producer and, uh, he called me the next day and he's like, yeah, yeah, we don't need that anymore. But, and that's my New York accent in case you're wondering, but he said, we don't need that anymore, but we do need just a normal family. And our tech expert, Joanna Stearns is going to teach this normal family how to use tech apps or tech and apps or whatever, um, to save at the grocery store. And I was like, okay, I'll totally do that. So it really had nothing to do with my blog at all, but, um, my kids were thrilled. I think, okay. So I had to have a friend come with me because they were planning on doing something with me and the friend. And then that didn't work out. But the friend that I asked to come was, like petrified. She did not want to do it. I mean, she was so scared of being on national television and that just boggled my mind because my kids, when I told them, when I picked them up from school, after I had found out we were going to do this, 
there was screaming in the car. They were so excited about being on TV. Um, so obviously different families are different. And my family was very excited to do that. So we have it recorded. We have it DVR'd. And there's also a link on abc.com that I will link to if you want to watch it. Uh, just to see, like I said, it has nothing to do with cleaning and organizing, but we did see, use some cool apps and websites and stuff. Um, so yeah, that meant I had to clean my house like big time over the last week. Um, and I think last week I talked about that. That was my, um, cleaning for Paula. And I was going to tell you who Paula was. Paula is Paula Ferris, who is a reporter for ABC world news. And she is who came to my house along with Joanna Stearns and the cameraman. So I had to get my house clean, like be on national television clean, uh, in basically from Thursday when I found out to Monday the next uh, week. So anyway, I talk all about that in different posts on my blog because I worked through my own how to clean a messy house, uh, checklist, that I have. It's a printable checklist on my blog and I have done podcasts. I had two different podcasts. I think they were eight and nine. I'm not sure. Um, where I talked through how to clean a messy house. And so I went through that step-by-step myself. Honestly, though, four years ago, when I started this blog, if I had gotten a call on Thursday that the national news was going to be coming inside my house on Tuesday, I probably would have had to say no because, um, yeah, I, I just, I, I don't think I could have done it. Um, so I was really, it was, I was pleased that I was able to do it, but there was still a ton of work for me to do. And I worked through that, that checklist, which you can use on a crazy messy house, or you can use on a regularly messy house. Um, so that was fun. And that was exciting for our family. Um, okay, real quick. I want to mention that clutter cleaner, the code slob for free shipping is still working. Uh, that is a eco-friendly, safe, non-toxic, all-purpose cleaner developed by Matt Paxton of Hoarders. You know the show Hoarders. Uh, Because as he would have to clean houses on the show, he would realize that the worse the house got, the more toxic the chemicals were to clean it. So um, he worked to help get this product developed. And uh, I have a review to that with before and after after pictures on my blog that you can go to. Um, Okay, so the question that I get a lot. And it seems like I'm getting it more now with podcasting because I think I have some new people, um, is how to get started. Like, uh, where do I start? And I totally understand that feeling because as someone who had tried many, many different methods and read lots of books and all that kind of stuff, um, I had been burned so many times that I just didn't know where to start. And I was very skeptical of anybody ever having answers for me. But, um, I believe because I have come a long way in this, that sometimes people will see where I am right now. Like the fact that I had national news in my house in four days, which is nothing to a normal person, but is a big deal to a slob. Um, some people see that and they think, okay, well, how do I get started? Cause I want to get there. Well, in the beginning, when people would ask me that question, um, I would say, I, I don't know. I don't know. You know, cause I, I mean, I was just figuring it out on my, all on my own. And then I started noticing on their own that there were people who were reading my blog from the very first post back in August of 2009, which is called Here We Go, meaning that was my first post that I ever wrote when nobody was reading the blog. Nobody uh, knew that it existed. Um, I didn't really even know if I wanted anyone to read it, but um, people started reading it that way. And so they were doing that on their own. And then I realized as people would say, how do I get started? I said, you know what, just 
go read from the beginning so that you can know the process that I've been through, because I think that's what helps people is to know, um, just to be able to see that it wasn't like I did one thing and my house is so much better. It's still a struggle for me, but I've come a really long way and I've made a lot of progress and I've figured a lot of things out. And so by reading from the beginning, you're seeing that as it happens. And a lot of people will say that they read it like a novel, you know, but I basically, um, if you go to my website there at the top menu bar, it says, get started. And that is a page. And within that, I kind of explain it. But then I also have a link to that very first post that I ever wrote. And once you get to that link, then you can go backwards. So I always say, read the blog backwards, you know, so that you see where I started and you see how it is that I've gotten to where I am right now. Um, And at the bottom of each post, it'll say a newer post. And you can click on that so that you can get to the next post. And you can read it in order that way. Although I do understand that not everybody wants to do that or has time to do that. So, uh, even though I had that, even though a lot of people read it that way, I would still have people say to me, can you please just give us a step-by-step guide as to what to do? Uh, specifically I had one blogging friend who was like, Dana, you've got to write it out. You've got to write a step-by-step guide. And I, I really hesitated for so long on that because I thought I know what people want. I know because I'm them. They want how do I get my messy house clean from top to bottom and keep it that way for the rest of my life? And I said, well, I don't know how to do that. I mean, you look around my house right this second and there's laundry on the couch because things got crazy when we had the news crew. When it was over, I was done. And we kind of survived on laundry for the end of that week. So, uh, you know, I mean, I'm, I'm not perfect by any means. And so I, I don't want to be held up to that standard of, um, you know, having this telling other people how to be perfect the way they want to. But it hit me, I guess it was in 2000 and end of 2011, it hit me, okay, I've been at this for two and a half years at that time. And I realized that I can't tell somebody how to have a perfectly organized home, but I can tell somebody how to gain hope for their home. And that's when I wrote my ebook, 28 Days to Hope for Your Home. And it's a guide. It's a step-by-step guide day by day for 28 days that takes you through the process of being completely overwhelmed, not knowing where to start, just feeling paralyzed to a point where you go, okay, okay, I think I can do this. And it develops four habits over four weeks and it takes you slowly through it and through the thought processes and the struggles that you're going to have over the course of that 28 days. Um, now that's $5 and I'm really cheap. So it depends on, you know, if, if you want the step-by-step guide, just tell me what to do. Well, that's the ebook. If you uh, really want to see the whole process uh, and learn from that, all those same concepts that are in 28 days, they're on the blog because they're the things that I learned through going through it. And I chronicled all that on a slobchemsclean.com. So either way, you can get the ebook or you can go to get started on a slobcomesclean.com and read from the beginning. But that is my answer to the question, how to get started, because it is such a personal thing. And I can't tell you in one little sentence, oh, just do this. I mean, I will tell you do the dishes because that's, that's the big deal breaker, I believe in a clean home. Um, but 28 days to hope for your home will talk you through that and the struggles that you're going to have and your reaction to, um, you know, when you feel like I don't want to do the dishes today, you know, when you have that, that reaction, you think I'm tired of doing this and this is ridiculous. And this is, you know, the, it will talk you through all that. And you can also just read the blog for free and figure out, you know, see how it is that I worked through all that. 
Okay, so that's my answer to that question. Like I said, please leave other questions and I will answer them here on the um, podcast. Okay, the other thing too, and I know this is another advertisement, but I just in case you have read about emails on my blog, which I do love. It's a meal planning service, which has helped us a lot in my crazy life. Um, but just for right now, for cyber time, you know, because Thanksgiving's coming up, they have a 30% off code that you can get. I will link to the post where I give you that code in um, on the blog. And the reason why I'm not telling you here is because I want you to go to my blog and use my affiliate link because that's, you know, how I make money. Anyway, um, okay, so habits and decluttering. Habits plus decluttering. When I speak, I always say that, uh, you know, I always talk about habits first because that is how I got started. I said, I don't know what to do. Yes, I need to purge this entire house of all the junk that's in it. But I, I had, you know, gone through big mass declutterings before and had always gone back to it being worse. So I, I started with habits and I'm so glad I did because I firmly believe that habits are everything. That it's, even though my mentality is that I should get my house clean from top to bottom and then maintain it, that's just not how it works. It, it just, in real life, it doesn't work out that way. So what I do instead what I did instead was I started with the habits. I started doing my dishes and started keeping my kitchen clean on a regular basis. I mean, like every single day, (coughs) excuse me. And then after that, I began, um, adding habits to that. Well, I realized that habits are, hold on. I realized over time that habits helped make decluttering so much easier because as I was working on habits, then I would also declutter things, but my mind was changing through the habits. I gained such a better understanding of what I needed in my house after I had established daily habits. Okay. Now, for example, um, I think I've mentioned this before, but when my husband and I got married, I was in a hurry. I was living in Thailand and I was only home for Christmas and he'd asked me to marry him. And we did all our registering just really, really fast. And so I didn't plan it out. I mean, I just scanned everything I saw and I loved dishes because I had all these big grand dreams of being this wonderful, fantastic hostess because in my dreams, my house was perfect, you know? Um, but I loved dishes and I registered for multiple sets of dishes and I got all of them. I'm serious. All of the dishes I registered for at least four or five full sets of everyday dishes, which is crazy talk. I get that, but that's, that's the situation I was in. So I had all these dishes. Well, it ends up being this vicious cycle of, um, you know, you, you have plenty of dishes, so you don't have to wash them. And then you end up with more dishes, which are more overwhelming to wash. And so you just keep using them and you, you end up, you don't have a real understanding of what it is that you need in your home until you're washing them every day. So once I got to where I generally always had clean dishes, you know, I, I would, um, serve, serve dinner. And then I would, uh, wash those exact dishes that from that day, that night, And then the next day I would put them up. I started to realize 
which dishes it was that I would gravitate toward. Like which dishes that I always choose first because I liked the weight of them and they were pretty and they were the right size. And you know, there's just different reasons why you like dishes, but sometimes you don't identify that because you're so used to just using them all because you wait until they're all dirty, like all 67 of them, um, before you actually wash them. And so I realized that I was gravitating towards certain dishes and that other dishes were never being used. I never grabbed them. Maybe it was because all but four were broken and we had five people or, you know, for whatever reason, um, I didn't use these dishes as much. And so it was only through the daily habit of washing my dishes that I gained an understanding of what dishes we actually used, which ones we liked and how many we didn't need. But it was still a huge moment for me when I laid out all my dishes and I did the math and I thought, okay, if we had, if we had guests over, you know, enough people for twice our family size or three times our family size, you know, then we would have enough if we had this many dishes um, and this also lets us have breakfast and lunch, breakfast, lunch, and dinner on the weekends. Um, and so I, I, you know, was willing, even though it hurt, I was willing to get rid of my dishes because I finally had a real understanding of what I needed. And that's a question that I get a lot is how many of different things do you need? And my answer is you'll figure that out after you are maintaining for a while. So maintaining helps you declutter. So the maintaining and the habits comes first. Make sense? Um, another example, and the reason I thought of this was because somebody just commented on the post about, um, you know, can I really live with only one skillet? You know, I used to have a bunch of skillets. Now, I will say, I think I have more than one right now. My mother-in-law loves to buy skillets. I don't remember my mom replacing her skillet very often, but my mother-in-law loves new skillets, and so we often will get a new one every Christmas. Um so I would end up with a lot. Well, you know, my husband makes eggs every single night for his breakfast the next morning, which is honestly a little bit weird to eat reheated eggs, but whatever. Um, so he, he does that every single night. He makes egg whites and he'll put mushrooms in them or whatever. So he does that for his breakfast. And so if I know that that skillet is going to get used every single night, now this is the smaller skillet than the big one I use for our, you know, family meals, then, um, you know, the panic inside of me is he's, he needs to have a skillet. And so we need 20 so that he could go 20 days without, you know, which is not true, but we, we probably had four or five skillets, but it's again, the same thing with the, you know, the plates and the cups and all that kind of stuff. As long as you have more then you're not forced to, um, to actually keep them clean, you know, to wash them. But if you don't have, um, if you're not washing them all the time, then in your mind, you think you need those because you do use all of them. So it was only after I had been doing the dishes regularly for a couple of months, at least, where I thought, I think, I think one of the skillets was getting um, kind of gross. And so I thought, I'm going to throw this away and I don't think we need to replace it. I'm pretty sure we can live with one skillet, but that was a big moment for me. And the same thing goes with laundry. Um, now I will say I have too many clothes personally like way too many clothes of my own. And that's actually my next plan is to, um, figure out, you know, is to like do a series on me getting rid of my clothes because I need to, I have too many. Um, 
but I have done much better on my children's clothes. You know, my own clothes, that's one thing, but their clothes, we've gotten rid of a lot of them over the last four years and they have nowhere near the numbers of clothes that they had. I used to be an avid garage sailor. I mean, I love to go to garage sales and I would, you know, get my entire kid's wardrobe for the next four years for like, you know, eight bucks or something. When I, I mean, I would find stuff for 25 cents a piece that was cute and, and I would just, load up on clothes. And I did not, I did not understand that clothing could be clutter. I truly thought clothes are useful. You always need them. I did not equate them with clutter at all. But after I got my laundry under control, which I'll talk about in another podcast, but I'll, I'll link to my laundry methods in the show notes. Um, once I got my laundry under control, then I was able to understand how many clothes we needed. Because once the laundry was consistently done, you know, like not just always in a pile on the couch, like it is right this second, um, or not just, uh, you know, always in a big dirty clothes pile, you know, once I consistently had our clothes done, then I saw which clothes my kids gravitated towards. They would choose to wear the same thing because it was clean where before I didn't know what their favorite clothes were because they didn't know what their favorite clothes were because their favorite clothes were only in their drawers. Oh, I don't know, randomly every month or so, whatever, because they had so many clothes that they could just keep wearing them. And then I could put off laundry and anyway, and it's just this endless cycle. But once I got laundry under control, then I understood how many clothes they actually needed. And I was willing to get rid of things because if you're doing your laundry once a week, that's a hint to how I do mine, but I do all my laundry on one day. Well, by the next week, everything that's left in the drawer is like eighth on their list of choices because they have chosen seven days worth of clothes and you know what it is that they didn't choose in that week. And after a couple of weeks of that, you start to see these things have never been worn because they're consistently choosing other stuff. And it just works that way in general with everything. Once I keep something under control, I maintain it by doing daily habits. Then it's like, it opens up my eyes to know which things we love and which things we only have in our house just in case. And, um, I'm trying over and over more and more to move away from keeping things for just in case and to just keep things that I really, truly need in my home. Um, okay. I believe that this is going to be a short podcast because it's only 22 minutes in. And I think I've said everything I was going to say. So I'm sorry if, um, that's too short, but for some of y'all, I bet you think that's great. So, um, I will, uh, see you next week on my podcast. This one is podcast number 12. Again, you can go to a slobcomesclean.com slash podcasts with an S and there you will find my, um, show notes. Uh, like I said, if you, if I don't have podcast number 12 linked on that, then just go to see my other podcasts and you'll find it there. And, uh, I hope to see you next week. Again, this is podcast number 12. Thanks. Bye-bye.